0: Hi, we're two foodies in a pod. Grab a snack and settle down. Hello everyone, it's Corby. I am here on my own, just chilling. I thought that because Tam did her own little podcast that maybe I should do one myself. And this is just a little chat about food I like, food that maybe I dislike. My comfort foods. I know that Tam spoke about a lot of her comfort foods and her relationship with food. So I thought I'd jump on here and do my own. Tam is super super busy at the moment. She's going up in the world, but she will be back soon. So yeah, this is all about me. Well, you've probably guessed that a lot about me is that I love food, and I love. I think it's when when I was travelling, I tried so many different types of food. Um, and that's another thing is I've always been brought up to try loads of different foods. Um, and even at the moment I tried lamb for the first time in a couple of years, not a massive fan of lamb. It was nice, but I don't think I'd be going out and buying it. So that is one of my dislikes. Um, but also with my, with what I was brought up on, my mum always made homemade food, which I've mentioned before. And we've also just always had like a big family and we like having people over, so making big dinners is just how we do things, even last night I had my mum and one of my sisters came over, she's just come back from New Zealand and she's looking very tanned, which is a bit unfortunate for me when I stand next to her, but we had a chilli con carne with some garlic bread, always cheese on top, you've got to have cheese on chilli con carne, probably said that before as well, Um, and then my mum had sour cream, she loves a bit of sour cream on there, so you know it's one of those things that have have your dinner, all chatting around the table. A bit about me, a bit more of a background, because I don't think we've we've mentioned bits here and there, but I've just finished pretty much my degree apprenticeship at Jaguar Land Rover. So I do a course that's called Digital Technology Solutions. So it's all software and data engineering, which is very different to I guess podcasting. And Tam does something in a similar field of like tech little smarty girl over there but it's been a really tough four years but it's been great i've been able to make amazing friends and you know growing up around my family has been great like you know staying around them i'm excited to explore different countries though and go find new foods and new cultures so yeah that's the aim and that's why i have corby's hungry tummy so Corby's Hungry Tummy I made maybe back in like 2018 when I came back from traveling actually and I had so many images of food that I'd taken while I'd been away and I thought I can't just put like spam people on my private with this so that's where Corby's Hungry Tummy came from and actually Carmen my one of my sisters she came up with that name um because I am always hungry so I could always eat and right now I am gonna have some leftover chili con carne in about half an hour so Yeah, I mean, I love just posting every single item of food that I eat. And I think probably that's where Tam, you know, started Bunch About as well, because she just, thats I mean, that's probably why we get on, is we just love food. So obviously that's why we started the podcast. It's actually coming up to a year since we came up with the idea, which is very exciting. So hopefully we'll have a one-year anniversary special coming up. I've got a few ideas in mind for that. But yeah, so some of my favorite foods we've probably been over it as well over the over the past year. But at the moment I'm just really loving ramen. So this is something that's just so quickly I mean I've loved ramen anyway, but it's just so easy to make and you can put loads of different things in it and make it your own and recently I've just moved into my flat and I've just I went to Lidl. Oh, by the way, Lidl is Banging best supermarket out there at the moment. I like the bigger ones like you've got Tesco's, Morrison, Sainsbury's, but therefore for like if you wanted branded stuff like oh you've got to have them what is it the you can't have unbranded bagels. My boyfriend always bangs on about that, but yeah. So I went to Lidl and I got all these different spices. I thought you know what let's fill those cupboards. So I made this. I got some white miso which I hadn't had at my dad's for a while, and it just changed the game. I was like wow this is just incredible. I, I mean you meant to have white miso in quite a few ramens. I've just always missed out because I've never had the ingredient. And where I lived, it was a bit of a trek to get to to a shop. But I thought I'd stock up. So, yeah, ramen is my go-to, especially lunch at the moment. So going through, like, I submitted my dissertation, um, yeah, back end of March. And I had quite a few assignments. So me and my friends were always, you know, at work or just working all day and stuff. So, you know, making a quick ramen for lunch was really nice especially because it was cold as well it's warming up now but yeah that was good and I've made quite a few pad thais recently I've never made them myself and wow they are good you definitely need the tamarind sauce so we made it without a tamarind sauce before and it was good don't get me wrong great at cooking but you definitely need that tamarind sauce and if you struggle to find it in Tesco's don't worry so did I because it's not there that's why they can get it from Sainsbury's so have a go at making a pad thai See, it's just Asian theme I also wanted to mention this is like my go-to like brekkie is uh, scrambled eggs on bagels at the moment even like maybe like sometimes I go for like seeded bread I went through a phase of just having like fried eggs on toast every morning and I've always been one of those people who can't have the same thing every day and then I found well I love eggs anyway but to have scrambled eggs every single morning and not get bored of it, I was like, wow, this is just a game changer. One of my best friends, Connie, she absolutely hates eggs. And I just don't think I can convert her. But anyone else, just you know, a bit of brown sauce. Sor- you got to have brown sauce on it. I am a bit con- controversial, though, because I do it in the... Mi- I, well, I cook them in the microwave, not on the hob. I think that's just because that's what my dad always used to do. So I'm just used to it dash of milk a bit of pepper in there so it's not even that extravagant but sometimes I'll put spinach in there but I don't know about you guys spinach just the bags that they give you they got they go off so quickly as well so I never get through it so I always am reluctant to buy it yeah that's my breakfast at the moment and I don't think it's going to be changing anytime soon oh I had oh, recently it went oh, little again I got these little chapata bread things loaves um, and I made like a pesto feta cheese parma ham and I had it was Italian salad which was very fancy and those sandwiches did me for a couple of days as well like while I was doing my assignments they were brilliant and that's another thing me and my friends when we're at work we always have to have like warm food for lunch so it's really weird like one of our other friends that we know on the course should always like have you know a packed lunch of just um, her her sandwich and little bits and bobs which is like so much food and I wish I could, like had the organisation to like make she makes it the night before, it was brilliant I wish I had that org- organisation but I'll just make leftovers and eat that but I quite like having the warm thing maybe it'll change when I go into summer so yeah, always having warm food for lunch but then that sandwich cha- changed the game for a bit and I kept having those tails, sweet chilli crisps so they they were good yeah, just a bit of an insight into the foods I've been having recently. I haven't really made many I think the first meal I made, like for my friends, was like fajitas and tacos, so they were good. But my flat's a bit small, so trying to fit many people in <laughs> was hard work. So it was nice though. And I think I mean it's probably one for the next the next house, but it's quite hard having a kitchen that's away from your like dining area because you can't really talk to many people. And that's what I've always always grown up in is my mum cooking and we just sat <laughs> either watching or being told to do something. So, you know, that's been that's been different, but, you know, it's something I'll get used to. So yeah. But that's like a little insight into the foods I quite like at the moment. Um I thought I'd go over the foods that I had while I was in Nice. So obviously me and Tam did the French episode recently. because she'd just been to France and then I was heading to France like the week after. So me and two of my friends and my friend's sister, I mean I class her as a friend anyway, went Nice, and it was it was fantastic it was a bit chilly which I did not plan for when I was packing I didn't bring a proper jacket so oh what a shame I had to go shopping and get get a little shirt thing to keep me warm on the first day we honestly ate so good so obviously when you're in France you've got to have croissants and we had a bakery that was so like literally underneath the flat that we were staying in, the Airbnb. So the first day, Ellen was very kind and went and got us some croissants and pan au chocolat. I think she got um this nice little brioche bun as well that looked really yum. So that was like our first day of, you know, the start of the holiday eating good. Oh, we did actually also have, and it's not very French at all, but we had these takeaway pizzas when we just arrived on a Thursday night, and wow, that was good. And also, that's another thing. I don't know how many of you are dairy free like me, but I and. Uh, When I first started being dairy-free, I had to have a lot of pizzas with no cheese because a vegan cheese wasn't really a thing, except for in supermarkets. But, you know, it has got a lot better recently. But when we were in Nice, they did not have – it was just like a little kebab shop. It was really nice, but they did not have vegan cheese. But it was actually quite nice not to have cheese, like, drowning all of the ingredients in the dough. So that was a good, a little bit of a throwback. After our croissants, we went to this really nice, like proper, authentic French restaurant, got us a bottle of red wine. I'm not a massive fan of red wine, or I wasn't before this, but we're having, me and Ellen had steak, and then Fran had a nice big salad, and I can't actually remember what, I think. Jack had veal, so that's where it's like breaded, and then with some pasta, which it just wasn't what I was expecting when it came out, and apparently that's really classic French so that was interesting but that was just such a nice authentic French meal that we had and then in the evening oh I cannot tell you we went to this we went on to like the port near where we were staying so it was a bit out of Nice and we were just walking up and down we didn't know what to what to eat because I was definitely feeling a seafood pasta Whereas Fran was struggling on a couple of things. So we thought, you know what? We'll go to this nice place that Fran saw meals that she would eat. And my God, it was fancy. Like we walked in, like not sure we were even going to get served. Sat down. I've, I'll, I think I've put a few images on the Instagram and I'll put a few more. It was incredible. We had, so there was camembert with some potatoes to start with some calamari. So that was massive plates, like huge. And then Ellen and I shared a bottle of wine. I got seafood seafood pasta which I was honestly I'd been craving so much the issue is, is that it came with like um, garlic butter sauce that was the dream to me because I had not had it in so long but it did not go well with my body afterwards and then I think Fran had like the veggie pasta like the equivalent of mine but it was a shame because hers was not as tasty as mine it didn't have that garlic butter all over it so I poured a little bit of mine into hers but it was a shame that I had this really yum pasta and hers wasn't as good jack went for a nice steak and i can't remember i think ellen got some nice ravioli in the end it cost it was like 160 quid which is like you know 40 quid each and we were like that's what we would pay around here in the uk just for a standard meal sometimes maybe a bit extra like if you're going like sushi but yeah it was it was incredible definitely would recommend it, it Was i can't remember what it's called but i will definitely try and find out and tag it in the in the Instagram and then the next day again we had croissants and I went down to the bakery and my god there was just that's it's just incredible it was quite early when we went they just all had all had the, all these cakes out ready so I don't know if they make them in the morning if they make them the day before and keep them refrigerated we had some oh I had an almond croissant an almond pan of chocolat sorry so it was really strange like chocolate and the almond paste in the middle that was really really good and then oh you know what we're feeling a bit poor we'll just have a sandwich today. We went to this place called La Plongie. I think Tam um, would tell me off for how I've said that. It was like a, a restaurant that was on a rock in the in the sea. Ellen wanted to go there and so did I. But we were just like, oh, is it going to be really expensive? Like, we'll just have a drink. And then they told us, oh, no, you can't just have a drink. So we had to sit down. Oh, what a shame. And I had this octopus with hummus, a few like roasted peppers and then chickpeas on top and a few little bits of like flat bread kind of poppped it on it was a bit of a mix, and wow, incredible, but the thing is, this was only a starter, and it was twenty nine euros. There was no way I was getting one of those mains for forty euros. The starter was enough for me we we were eating quite early, considering we just had loads of croissants as well, so that and obviously the bread that you get given was really really good that was one of the best meals as well except for that was quite expensive which was a shame uh, for what it was it was kind of a similar price to what it was the night before and obviously we didn't get starters or or any wine so it was a good experience though we managed to get like a really good view and you know it's one of those that you won't ever do again and then later that day we got some really nice ice creams as well honestly I was just eating like a pig that day but it was so so worth it and then in the evening we actually went over to Monaco so thankfully my uncle lives near Monaco so managed to stay there and we then got the train in we went to this place that we thought would be really good it was like on the port front it just was not the same as Nice and like I got this burger and we got some like I think it was like chicken strips and some spring rolls and stuff, but they just weren't the same standard. And unfortunately, I won't be putting those on on the Instagram. It was more like bar food, so we were a bit let down because that was then actually more than the other meals that we'd paid for like combined. So we were a bit shocked with that but I guess what do you expect when you're in Monaco so and the next day we spent the day in Monaco and oh they just have cars everywhere like really really nice cars and it, it was such a lovely day it was nice and sunny I got another seafood pasta but this was like tomato based this time so that was really good and then I had like proper mussels and clams big prawns with the heads on and stuff which I normally struggle with because normally they're really hot to dissect But that was that was my little rundown of the food I had in France while I was there I've eaten good over the bank holiday weekend as well so I had a little cheeky bottomless brunch and we had Went to a place called Lost and Found. You've probably heard of it, to be fair. I hadn't before, but in Birmingham. And the full English there was beautiful. I hadn't had one of those in a while. And then I went to Oxford and had a Franco Manca, which is like pizza. So if you've never tried that, that's a chain around the UK. That's really, really good and quite cheap as well. So we had two pizzas and a drink, £22. You can get a pizza and a soft drink at the moment for nine ninety-five on uni days if you're a student. So go check that out. And then my mum was very kind and bought me and my boyfriend a meal at a place called the Crazy Bear, which was like a 12 course Thai meal. And when I say it was, it was just exceptional. We had pork ribs, duck, pork belly, pork loin, like seafood pad thai. Uh, We had like a, a little sort of caramel dessert seafood no seafood um seaweed that was really really good And at the moment they're doing like a group on so normally it's like 67 quid per person whereas group because they've just started it up they did like a group on two people for 60 quid so go maybe check that out as well they have two places i think the one we went to was in studhampton which is near oxford so that was really 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 good and you get like a glass of champagne with it so yeah that is all the foods that i've been eating recently it just brings me so much happiness and that's the same for tam so yeah anyway i'll wrap it up there i hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble about food but yeah let me know of any fun little food deals in and around leamington or warwick i love to try out new places as well let me know bye